Hi, I'm Julie. And I'm Hallie. And we're the hosts of Metaphysical Nomads. Woo! This is our podcast where we talk about all kinds of metaphysical things, which are things that typically cannot be proven by science, but what we find incredibly interesting. Yes. So today we are talking about manifestation manifesting and manifestation and this i i really enjoy this this i guess metaphysical topic and mm-hmm. i enjoy practicing it as well and i think hallie does too so we'll have some fun sh- stories to share but what is manifesting and you probably actually heard about manifesting or manifestation before it is something that kind of comes up often uh, if you've ever seen someone create like a um a life board or something of what they want their life to be, you know, that could be considered a manifestation tool. Um, a lot of people, I mean, I, even on TikTok, I see a lot of like manifest good things in your life and, you know, manifest this, manifest that. So I think it is a, one of the more, you know, some of the to- topics that we talk about on this podcast are pretty out there. This is definitely, I think, one of the more mainstream intros to metaphysics. Yeah, I would say one of the the big introductions to it was um, the book and the movie The Secret um, that came out, I think, in the early 2000s, around that time period. And the idea behind it is that if you can want something and desire it, you can visualize yourself having it, um, then it will actually come true and you can create that in your life. And then, of course, express gratitude for what you have created and that you can, you know, change. You can manifest more money. You can manifest abundance generally, manifest health, manifest uh, romance, um, you know, basically anything you want, you could visualize. And And the concept was that we are all made of energy. We're all um everything we do is sort of an energetic basis. And so you can influence the world around you energetically and attract to you that which you desire. Yeah. Think of yourself as like a little beacon and you're putting out into the universe little tendrils of energy of this is what I want. This is what I want. This is what I want. And uh, the universe then attaches onto those tendrils and gives you back what you want. Um, Now, the thing about manifestation Uh, is that you can either do it kind of on a very specific level, like I would like this specific thing to happen, uh, or you can do it on a broad level. But generally, it's difficult to control the timing of a manifestation. You can manifest something, and it will appear in your life like as something entirely different. Um, One of the things that I kind of I, I that I consider a funny manifestation story is that I when I was a kid and I wished on like my birthday candles or it was 11 11 and you made a wish or you see a shooting shooting star and you made a wish my wish was always the same since about the time I was seven years old I read the Harry Potter series and I wished on every single wish out there that I would like to go to Hogwarts um well what ended up happening is uh, I went to school in the UK and I visited pretty much every set that they went and did filmed Hogwarts at. So technically, I went to Hogwarts because I went to all the film sets for these. And so then I realized, well, hey, maybe I need to be a little more specific. And I said, I would like to attend Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Uh, and then they brought out the Harry Potter game 
Harry Potter uh, mysteries game where you can attend Hogwarts as a student and go through all seven years of Hogwarts. Um, so I kind of thought that that was a little bit of a manifestation thing because in each of those, I got what I wished for, although not exactly what I wished for. Because you also had to like wish that Hogwarts actually existed, existed. Yeah. in order to be yeah. able to go there. I, I kind of missed a few steps. Um, so I, I did technically, I went to Hogwarts and I experienced life as a witcher wizard at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry through an online video game. And you also went to Disney World. Where and I also went to Disney World okay, where there was where the Hogwarts had... Castle thing. So, you know. Okay. Okay. Well, it, there. that's interesting. All right. Well, the concept is, again, that you, that, you, that you kind of wish for something and you visualize it. I actually believe that you have to add another step, which is taking action towards it. Um, so for example, like, let's just say hypothetically that I wanted to live, um, or own a yacht. And so I'm going to put out there, I'd like to own a, own a lot yacht and I can see myself sunbathing on the back of the yacht. I can see myself. I think I should throw in like a Butler who would actually be <laughs> serving me some craft cocktails and, you know, providing like little, you know, cheese charcuterie boards. <laughs> anyway, I feel like that should be a thing. But I also feel like if I'm going to want that and manifest that I need to take action towards that. So for example, maybe I would spend a lot of time researching yachts, maybe I would go to marinas and talk to people about their yachts, maybe I would go, you know, join a yacht club and, and have access to people say who had yachts, you know, things that I think you I think you do have to take some actionable steps versus thinking something and visualizing it because here's the here's the big problem think of all the thoughts that we have in our head on a day-to-day -day basis of oh i want that no i don't want that oh i don't want that i want that and just think of like putting energy out there you, you kind of have to you know figure out what you're really serious about and what you're throwing out and what you're taking back um i have this thing that when i think a negative thought i i say netty netty which um, I think comes from, I, I picked it up in, in a yoga class once, and it's something you can say to take back whatever thought you've put out. So every single time I put out some thought that's a negative, uh, would be harmful, you know, things that you can't control, I always say, netty, netty, take it back. I did not want that. Well, in manifesting, you know, you change your mind all the time. Oh, I'd like to go live on a yacht. Well, maybe I don't really want a yacht. Maybe I want a sailboat. Now, maybe I want, no, not a sailboat, really a power boat. Maybe I want it in this location. Anyway, so you could imagine if you, if every little thought you had was, was triggering, was creating something and creating your reality, then it, your reality would just be so constantly changing because there's this and that and the other. So the idea is you do want to have a kind of consistent manifestation. For example, every wish that I wished was to go to Hogwarts, you know, <laughs> there, the consistency is key and it does help. However, like as mom said, uh, you know, she asks a lot of times in her manifestation for specifics. You know, I'd like a yacht with the butler and the whatever. Oh, and but then the specifics change. And that's why when I manifest, um, a part of the, the reason that I do what I do when I manifest is I manifest generals. I don't do specifics. I, I really, really go very, very broad. Um, and what that means is there's a lot of things that can happen for me to achieve that very broad manifestation. Um, and I have tons of more options, but I also keep it so broad that I can stay consistent. So the things I manifest, like I manifest that I want a life of joy, that I want a life of abundance, that I want a life of excitement and adventure. And those are the things that I manifest. And I have had a life of joy, abundance, excitement, and of adventure. Um, 
but not always in the ways that I would have necessarily expected. So when you do something very broad like that and manifest emotions you would like in your future, you can't necessarily guarantee what path you're going to go on, um, but you do put a little bit more um, weight in the fact that wherever you go, you're going to be joyful, you're going to have abundance, you're going to be excited uh, and have adventure going on. So, and that is definitely a way to do it. But I personally like specifics <laughs> because my my scientific mind of let's see if this actually works. So the things that I that I tend to manifest is when I start to get stressed with about money, for example, like you know when the you know we, we just you know you're tight, money's tight, or you have some big expenses coming along. I will often manifest money and I will kind of sit in a you know peaceful position and uh, recognize the energy, acknowledge the energy of money. And I will uh, say that I would like to attract money uh, for this purpose, or I just need to attract some feeling of support or feeling, um, frankly, the energy of money or actual mm -hmm. money, you know, so that I can actually not be so, so worried or so concerned and I'd have money. And every single time I do this, with an action item. And a lot of times the action item might be like a feng shui adjustment, like doing something in my wealth corner of the house. If you listen to our feng shui podcast, it talks about that because my whole belief is feng shui is just a, you know, one tangible way of manifesting, or I'll put mm -hmm. coins in the wealth co corner of my house or do something that, that a light, a light a purple candle or light a candle with the intention of bringing wealth. And every single time I do that, some money comes my way, whether I find some money on the street, whether um, I get an unexpected check, whether a bill that I thought I had to pay actually goes away or gets reduced. I, I really have to say for, with the money for me, I think I manifest it pretty well. Other people may be better at manifesting different things because I do think if you have a block in a certain area of your life, it might be hard to manifest. Like for me to say, if I find um, uh, relationships difficult for me to you know, really manifest a uh, a loving whatever relationship and I haven't dealt with the abuses in my past, I haven't done some healing around that, mm -hmm. it might be hard, harder to get to that, but you could certainly manifest that I would like this and I would like for whatever needs to occur in order to get me to that place where I could have that in my life, have that romantic interest, we could, we, you know, that's mm -hmm. something you could do. And one of the biggest things that I, I feel like is important to say with manifestation and, and for people who may be thinking like, oh, well, why would, you know, why would the universe be giving that to me kind of thing? I, I feel like it's important to mention that uh, with, with most metaphysical beliefs and pretty much every single one that we talk about, the idea is that the universe does really want to support you in any way that it can. And maybe it can't do everything, or maybe you need to have certain hardships so that you can grow and become a better, or not better, but a, a more complete and whole person. Um, and it wants to support you. So even if, if you're sitting here thinking like, well, why would all this come to me just because I asked for it? Ask, just ask, just try. Because I think that, you know, even though there are hardships and, and things in the world that make life difficult there the idea with metaphysics is that there is a a universe a idea a feeling a frequency somewhere out there that wants to help and wants to support you and wants to give you these things when it can when it's beneficial when it's something that you know it can do 
is it the universe or is it like we're in a giant hologram and we are just creating our own little characters in our own world in a hologram? <laughs> well, we're creating our own characters in a world in a hologram, but I think there's also a universe, universe back there too. Us. Yeah, I think, there's, I think there's a little bit of both. So let me share some manifesting stories. So as I said, feng shui is definitely a way of manifesting. One of the other things that I believe is a way of manifesting the old fashioned way is witchcraft. Yes. <laughs> because, because, you know, here's the thing, like Hallie and I are not going to do a podcast on Wicca unless we can find somebody to interview because neither of us really know much about it. Yeah. Hallie, I think did some reading, but the bottom line is if you ever study Wicca, if you pick up a book on it and, and it's about, you know, basically the, the practice of witchcraft going back, you know, really, really long time. But it was all these ridiculously things that you had to do in order to cast spells. Like you had to have eye of newt and you had to have this and you had to Which have Which eye that. of newt is by the way, mustard seed. Uh, well, whatever it Still. is, the <laughs> bottom line is there's a lot of list of ingredients and you had to like light candles and it had to be in a full moon and you had to do whatever. There's a lot of detail. There was a lot involved. of detail involved. And I feel like, you know, maybe that's not so necessary anymore because we're higher frequency now and we can manifest quicker, more quickly. But bottom line is, I feel like that was, that was, this is what I want. I want whatever it is they're trying to achieve a healing or, um, an event or, um, whatever. And they were going through a, taking the actionable items to, mm -hmm. you know, actual steps to make it happen. really setting the intention behind it and visualizing it through the stirring of the potion and the gathering and the, the mm -hmm. community or the community of the witches to come together and to wish for this thing or individually. And I do think that was a form of manifestation, honestly. It, and But it just seems like a lot of work, so I'm not really interested in it at <laughs> yeah, all. Yeah, that was kind of our, that was both of our downfalls with uh, when it came to witchcraft. Uh, and it was more like it was, you know, I read Harry Potter as a kid, as I talked about. So I was very much into witchcraft. Uh, and so I would pick up any books that I could get my hands on. Um, but it was a lot of work. It was a lot of materials that you needed. Um, so I applaud anyone who has done the study and and has managed to really learn and, and dedicate their time to the Wiccan arts. Um, but it's not it was a thing. lot of work. It was it's not our thing. And we don't know enough about it we to don't speak knowledgeably. Yeah. Not that we necessarily speak knowledgeably on our other no. subjects, but hey. Okay. So let me tell you some stories about um manifestation. So Hallie's already told you Hogwarts story, yes. which which is very impressive given that you actually were able to do those things because a place Hogwarts did not even physically exist. I know, so. I know. That's why it's uh, one of my favorite manifestation I know. stories. That's pretty that's pretty good. And I and I do say things do come to you in a different way. I know my my favorite story, and I just get chills when I think about this, is the way that we came across um, our ranch where we where we live right now. And I was living in Arizona, and I knew I wanted to get out of Arizona in the summers. And I was thinking to myself, you know, I I when I was younger, our family had um, thirty acres of land in Texas, and I loved going there. It was, we called it the farm. It was a wonderful place. We had a tree house. We had a holding tank. It was great. And I had all these great memories of, of having land. And so I thought I would like to have, I'd like to have land, uh, acreage that I could go to that would be out of the Arizona heat in the summers. And I would like to be able to go to this place. And so I started doing what I normally do, which is let's research. Where would I like to go? Would I like to go to Montana? No too far away. Uh, finally landed on Colorado. Would I like this city? Would I like that city? Anyway, I was going through the process about, you know, looking for land and I needed it to be affordable. And so I, um, I did the step of actually getting a realtor 
you know, going on a trip, um, going, going and looking at land. And um, I was with my partner then, and he and I were looking at a bunch of different uh, types of land, but nothing seemed to fit. And so I, I, we had looked at probably 30 properties and it was our last night in this town in Colorado. And I said, all right, that's it. I'm, I'm just giving up. I'm going to surrender to the universe. I, I literally put my hands up. I said, I surrender to the universe. I really want this land. If I meant to have land, the universe will bring it to me because I felt like I was hitting my, you know, head up against a wall, trying to, trying to get this land. Maybe it's not meant to be, maybe the timing's not right, whatever. And I just surrendered. And I think sometimes surrendering is a really important part of manifestation. Mm-hmm. You put it out there, you visualize it, and then you just say, I surrender to the universe to let this, you know, bring this bring to me. Bring me what I need. And I will be grateful for it when it arrives. So anyway, there we were on our way um, to the airport the next morning, and I saw one last piece of property pop up on Zillow. And I said uh, to Jim, my partner, I said, hey, you know, do you mind if we just go to one more? It's on our way to the airport. And he says, sure. So we end up driving, and we had to end up going through these, like, you know, eight miles of dirt roads. It was all kind of craziness getting to this place. And we finally got to where we, we, we could go no further because we came to a community and it was a gated community. We didn't have the code. And the place that we were looking for is like two miles still away, but it was early. We had plenty of time before our flight. So, so he and I said, let's just walk, park the car here at this community gate. Let's just walk to this property that's for sale and see if we can find it last ditch before we, we leave. So we're walking down this road and I'm getting cranky. It's kind of getting warm. But as we are um, going past, going towards the property that's for sale, I see this property on my right and it's just beautiful. It's like exactly everything I've been looking for. It's got, you know, sort of the golf course look. It's been mitigated. It's, you know, nice and walkable. And I'm looking over at this lovely land and I say to Jim, I really hope the land that we that we're about to look at looks like this. Cause if it looks like this, this is exactly what I'm looking for. And bottom line is we go past that, that beautiful land and go to the property that's for sale. And unfortunately the property that's for sale is not at all what we're looking for. It's too wooded. There's not really a view. There's not a lot of place to build a house. It's kind of, it just feels a little claustrophobic to me given its location. So we turn around kind of, all right, well, we're done. That's it. And as we're coming back down again, we see that property that I really loved coming in. And it was this time it's on our left walking out of the community. And we, once again, we comment on, boy, I just wish the property looked like that. Wouldn't that be great property? And all of a sudden a woman drives up in one of those little razors and she asks us what we're doing there. We say, oh, we're here to look at, you know, property for sale. And we have a chat. And at some point in the conversation, I asked her, I said, you know, what we really are looking for is property like this property here on our left. Um, is there anything like that for sale in this neighborhood? And she said, nope, that, you know, the only place I'm, it's for sale is that place that you guys already looked at. She said that property right there, you know, is, is owned by so-and-so and, um, you know, but it's not for sale. I'm like, great. So we keep, we're about ready to go. And all of a sudden another car drives up and sees everybody chatting in the road to stop and say hello. And it turns out the people in the car were the owners of this beautiful property. And I say to them, we have been admiring your property. You know, would you be willing, you know, I don't know if you're in the market, if you're willing to sell, but we would love to, to talk to you about this property just on a lark. I mean, these are people, it's not for sale. It's not, it's not even, you know, nothing. It's not on Zillow, not on the market, nothing. Anyway, these folks who turn out to be great friends of ours 
say, you know what, we have 70 acres, but we're willing to sell you 35, 36. And we were ecstatic and they went and showed us the property right away. A couple of weeks later, they gave us a price because it wasn't even listed. And it was a price that was exactly our budget, exactly on what we had set aside to purchase this land for. And, you know, I just had chills standing on the land like this is the land I was meant to have. And it was it was just so amazing. And and my partner, Jim, who doesn't really believe any of this metaphysical <laughs> stuff was he himself was like, oh, my gosh, the way this the way the the synchronicities and the things that had to happen and the way they had to happen for us to get this property, which we now have, we've built on, we love. It's, you know, really a place of Wonderful. joy for us was now ours. And it was, it was taking that, it was taking that me for, for months and frankly, almost a year wanting the property, taking action to go find it. Mm -hmm. And then at a point surrendering to the universe and letting the universe bring it to me. So I really, um, that, that is like one of the, one of my good stories, but I have little ones too. And I don't want to enter Hallie, do you have a story? Cause I want to tell the one too about Henry's tuition. Oh yeah, tell Henry's tuition. Okay, so the other thing that I manifested is I wanted, my son Henry really wanted to go to Georgetown University. And, you know, we didn't know if he was gonna get in. It's a very difficult school. Uh, you know, he had already been placed on waiting lists. He just was Although not I should say, I, I wanna, I do wanna start this story. The first time we went to Georgetown, we went to Georgetown sure. when um, I was looking at colleges. And we, I thought it was a good school. So we went, we stepped on campus and we stepped on this campus. And as soon as we stepped on this campus, we turned to each other, looked at each other, went, this place is perfect for Henry. Exactly. This place is perfect Not for, for Henry. Not for Allie, but Not for, for me. We went on the tour. We did all the stuff. And then we came back and we're like, Henry. He's meant, he was meant to be there. He was Georgetown. And he wasn't even, he would, didn't even consider it. And he was like, oh, well, it's such a, you know, it's yeah, such he, a hard school to get into. I don't know if I'm going to get in. And, um, and he was, so he was also kind of doubtful for it, about it. And then he viewed the campus himself and was like, oh, this is my dream school. I know. I know. We, we knew that. But I wanted him well, to get in. <laughs> He'd already not gotten accepted, I think, at the first round, uh, got because it was early decision and, it, a lot of weird stuff, but here's what happened. So I, I'm manifesting here. I'm like, I'm manifesting that my son gets into Georgetown, but also that the tuition would be discounted. Mm -hmm. Like you're not going to pay the full amount. And she specifically would come to me and she's like, I'd like Georgetown at a discount. Georgetown, Georgetown a, at a discount. That's what I kept saying. Georgetown at a discount. Well, he graduated from, from high school in 2020. So this would be a 2020 in, the, in this pandemic situation, beginning of the pandemic. And lo and behold, he gets into Georgetown, which is great. We're all excited. And his very first year is via Zoom because they would not reopen the campus. And as a result, we got a discount. discount. <laughs> he had to stay home the first year, but we got Georgetown at a discount. See, so, discount. so I like to do more specific. Georgetown at a discount, or I'd like, you know, a, a ranch and property. Hallie's more emotional based or, or yeah. feelings. Or I hardly ever manifest. Uh, I, I hardly ever manifest specifics. So I don't really quite have the same fun stories because I can I can be like, yeah, I manifested a life of joy, abundance and excitement. And I can tell you currently I'm living a life of joy, abundance and excitement. Um, but that doesn't quite have the same ring as Georgetown at a discount. I know. actually got Georgetown at a discount. <laughs> I know. And I, I should also say the reason I don't necessarily manifest specifics either 
is because specifics is oftentimes, you know, it's what you want. And that's great. It's great to get things that you want. But it's also sometimes not necessarily things that you need or that in, you're in your highest and best good or that even allow for the possibility that there might be something better out there that you could get. You know, and so when I manifest these specifics and I won't go, I want joy, I want abundance, I want adventure and excitement. I'm also leaving the room for the universe to give me what is in my my highest and best good for the learning and the things that I wanted to achieve in this lifetime, but also in giving me the best it can give me. You know, if I'm not if I'm not focused on I want this specific thing, there's room for, you know, hey, this specific thing is great. It would make you very happy. You know, we can totally get that for you. But also, you know, there there is a, there is another option and you are going to this is an option that would better suit you. It's better for where you are right now. It would really help, you know. And so that's kind of why I, I do oftentimes prefer generals is, you know, it gives me a little bit more of I've got, you know, the whole world to play with and whatever is in my highest and best good and is going to be a, a thing that I would enjoy the most. That control. that reminds me of this funny, you know, women in particular like to make lists of what they're looking for in a man. <laughs> and that's a form of manifesting like, oh, I want somebody who's tall. I want somebody who's this. I want somebody who's this, um, you know, whatever. You have all your characteristics. They're almost always physical characteristics or they're things like they're funny, they're smart or whatever, you know, kind. they own a yacht, whatever. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> but here's the thing, like people, like women typically, or people don't put on there, like how this person would make you feel. Like mm -hmm. I want somebody who makes me feel loved. I want somebody who makes me feel supported. I want somebody who's an equal, you know, partner or who, whatever. And so we get so specific into the, you know, this, this, and this, and we might be missing out, but here's my, here is my trick for that. I get specific like, okay, I would like a yacht with a butler. And by the way, I'm not putting that out there. I actually don't want a yacht with a butler. I don't I'll know take why, a yacht with a butler. But I wouldn't mind going on somebody's yacht, <laughs> yacht with, with a, a butler. butler. <laughs> so maybe I'll get invited on somebody's yacht with a butler because I think a little trip, but I don't really want to own one. I think that'd be a lot of work to own and a lot of worry to worry about a yacht. In them. <laughs> anyway, with hurricanes, et cetera. But here's the thing. I would say I want, I would like a yacht and a butler or better. Or better. Or better. Or like better. whatever else the universe might have for me that would be better than that yeah, for me. But, you know, I did I did use it on a relationship once because um, I had I really wanted to have a relationship where I could develop more intimacy in terms of really being more vulnerable and connected with somebody and allowing myself to kind of go into the deeper levels that in my past I had not. And I manifested that in my current partner. And that was that was an intentional manifestation that I put out there of I really would like a long term relationship where I can be more intimate and more vulnerable with somebody and kind of help work through some of the various relationship nonsense that that I've had in the in my past. So, I mean, I think, you know, the sky is the limit. And I think that's the thing you, you need to believe, believe that you can do it, at least try to do it put together what you want, a vision board or a manifestation board or a life board, like mm -hmm. Hallie said, if that's the way you feel like you need to make it tangible to take that step or start taking action towards what you want. You know, oh, I really want a fabulous job that, you know, allows me to be creative, but gives me independence, gives me freedom. Um, those are things, by the way, mm -hmm. I did manifest as well. Yeah. And, you know, so I think, I think a lot of it is truly believing it, believing you're entitled to it, believing you can do it, 
and knowing you have to be patient, knowing that it'll come, come to you in the way in it time. needs to yeah. come to you. Yeah. And maybe that also means you need some therapy or some other things to clear out some things in order to make room for that new thing that you're manifesting. Yeah. But it's also kind of a, a powerful thing where you get like, oh my gosh, um, you know, I, I really take manifesting seriously. Right now, I'll throw out there, there's three things I'm manifesting yep. related to my ranch. One, one I already got. I manifested our dog mm -hmm. because I really wanted a, a very specific a kind very of dog. Very specific dog. Very like temp uh, down to the temperament, down to the look, down to the everything. And yes. And that dog has already come into our lives. And we're she grateful, is wonderful grateful, and we love her grateful so much. For Tessie. Super grateful for Tessie. Uh, the second thing is I've manifested that I, this is silly, but it's small. I want a red gate on our farm, mm -hmm. on our on our ranch property. And that's not, it sounds easy. It's not as easy as you think, but <laughs> given the dynamics and the people involved. Um, but the third thing that I really want is for a store down the road that's the closest one to our store that has not been very nice. They didn't have much. They have like beer and spam and that's about it. And, and spam, I mean like the, the meat product spam. <laughs> and, and I've manifested that I would like for that to um, turn into some sort of really cute organic market with, you know, something that would be great that we could easily run down and get some groceries. And lo and behold, I drove by the other day and there's a big for sale sign out in front of that market. So, so I anyway, crossed. <laughs> maybe, maybe my manifestations combining with somebody else's, but hopefully, hopefully that'll happen. All right. Um, so that's about it. Trust in your manifestations. Try it out. If you want, if you need to start on something little as just like a breakthrough, that's oh, totally fine. But the sky's the limit when it comes to manifesting. Um, and we hope you guys have a great rest of your day and we'll see you next week and manifest or some next two weeks and manifest some good stuff and manifest some good stuff. All right. Take care, everybody. Bye.